The question I get all the time is, where do you store all of this? Today, I'm talking about storing and organizing all of your holiday decor, because seasonal decorating is something to celebrate. Welcome to Something to Celebrate. I'm Amy Wiley, owner of Suburban Soiree. Join me as we celebrate, decorate, organize, host, and make life fun. Welcome to episode three of Something to Celebrate. I'm excited to kind of nerd out with you today about storing and organizing holiday decor. But before I do that, I do have a favor to ask you. If you are enjoying the podcast so far, it would be huge if you could share it with a friend. If you would screenshot this episode and text it to a friend or two and say, I think you might like this. Or if you share it on your social media, that would really help spread the word and it would mean a lot to me. So let's dive in. I am a person who loves to decorate seasonally. I decorate for all the holidays, for the birthday season, for my kids, for things big and small. It's something I enjoy. I really hope it's creating memories for my family that will endure and that it's just contributing to making our home a place where we celebrate and a place that is fun. I love how certain holiday decorations just become a tradition and sometimes they're the funniest things that your kids remember and say, when are you going to get out that funny pumpkin or, you know, the little Valentine's hearts or something like that. I love how those things just naturally become part of your family culture. And I think it's just a great way to enjoy the different seasons. Okay, so keeping decorations around for all of these things is no small feat when it comes to the storage. And a little shout out to my husband. He edits and produces this podcast for me. All the technicalities are thanks to Kent. And I know listening to me talk about storing all this stuff is going to make him laugh because he's a big part of it. He has a front row seat to all of that. But I've learned a few things about how to do this along the way. I'm looking forward to sharing them with you. And as we head into just, you know, what is the Super Bowl of seasonal decorating, that would be Christmas. It's a good time to get a handle on what you have, how you keep track of it, and how you store it. So whether you're like me and you have like too much stuff or you're just starting out and you just have a few things or you're more of a minimalist, which is great. Um, However you do seasonal decorating, If it's something you enjoy, it's great to really have a system for keeping track of everything. And first up, the one thing that I found to be the most effective, and this is going to sound so simple, but it really is a big deal, is to keep like things together. So there's no commingling of holidays. There's no Valentine's in with the 4th of July. Um, Everything that goes together should be together. So here's an example. Let's say, you know, sometimes in August, you could find a really cute Halloween decoration super early and you grab it because you don't want it to be gone. You don't want to forget about it. If I throw that kind of thing in a drawer or a cabinet, because, you know, you don't have your Halloween things out yet, it might as well be dead to me. (laughs) It will be forgotten. I will probably come across it in January when I'm deep cleaning and decluttering and go, oh, I forgot I bought this. I'm so sad. Has this ever happened to you? I know I cannot be the only one. So I have... A very strict rule with myself that I've got to put all like things together. So there's no like little parts here and there all over the house. They've got to be somehow together. I like to store my seasonal decorations in plastic storage tubs. Um, Of course, you can find these anywhere. These are simple. You know what I'm talking about. I will link to the ones I prefer that have really good latching handles and they're really sturdy. But I like to keep all of my things in a tub labeled super well 
and they just need to be together. So for me, I keep all my tubs in the garage. We have basically a wall of shelving. They're just like metal and wood shelves my husband put together that the tubs slide on really well. And I line them up sort of in chronological order as best I can. That means the top left corner is a little box of New Year's things. Then we have some Valentine's boxes. We go into Easter, birthday, you know, fall on into Halloween. You get the idea as the year progresses. That makes it easy to find. And then all the Christmas is actually in our basement. We have a small unfinished storage closet in our basement. And that's where all the Christmas is because... Christmas has the most. So find a spot, use the spot, and keep it all together. I do store dishes and things another way, which I'll tell you about in a moment. But first, I want to talk about labeling. I enjoy labeling um, in a cute and clear way. So what I do, and this is just a funny quirk, this is not necessary, but I like to get the shaped cutouts so you can get at the teacher store. Y'all, I love a teacher store. I do not have the gift of teaching young children, but I enjoy the trappings of being a teacher, like all the supplies and the cute things and the bulletin board things. At the teacher store, you can get like cute heart cutouts or a Christmas tree or um, a firecracker for 4th of July. So I tape those with clear tape onto the outside of the tub, the shape that goes with it. And then I put a big label that also says the name of the holiday. This makes it so easy because, and I don't mean this as an insult to the guys in my house, but I will send my teenage son or my husband oftentimes out there and say, will you please bring in all of the fall boxes? And um, it just is really obvious which ones are which, and that makes it easy on them as opposed to a tiny little label that you're trying to read and maybe you'll miss some. So I like to label them that way. I um, have had a little label maker for years and years and years, love to label all the things. And one day I was up at church and they had giant labels printed out. And I was like, what? Record scratch? Where is this from? And so I got a big label maker, which I will link up for you. And I like love those big clear labels. If you're a nerd like me, you get it. Labeling is fun. Okay, so I have my tubs with all the decor items, but I actually store dishes and sort of kitcheny or entertaining things, really more the breakable things like plates in kitchen cabinets. We have a unique setup at our house because we added on to our house after my daughter was born. Side story, my house was my husband's bachelor pad. I always say it was a package deal, got the house with the husband, which is great. Um, but of course, <laughs> he started off here by himself. A wife and two kids later, we needed a little more space, but we love where we are. So we built on and what used to be just a tiny little like hallway of a kitchen is now a larger kitchen. And that little extra part that used to be our whole kitchen is a wall of cabinets and that's where our coffee bar is that maybe you've seen on Instagram but there's lots of cabinets around there and I have those sectioned off and also in chronological order top left is a Valentine's shelf then I have some Easter dishes and um, Christmas is all together and so I keep the dishes and plates and things in cabinets but if you don't have the cabinet space for that or if that's not how you are set up you can always put them in your tubs and just wrap them up really nicely. But I have found it to be really helpful to keep everything together, like I said. And also, here's one more weird tip for you, and I will reveal my crazy even a little more. If you have an item that doesn't fit in the tubs, that is oddly shaped or large or just something that you keep somewhere else, I write a note to myself. For instance, I have a really cute little school bus shaped rug. It's like a small little rug that I put out at back to school time. And I roll it up and I store it in, I put it in like a um, garbage bag to keep it from getting all dusty and gross and keep it in the garage, kind of stuffed in there with all the tubs. It doesn't fit in a box, but I, y'all, I will forget about it. I'm telling you. So I put a note in my back to school box, 
don't forget your bus rug. I've done this with other things. Just make a note, stick it in your box so you know where it is. And it just takes the thinking out of it, which sometimes we just need to do. Another thing I do that I think is super helpful is that I have kind of what I would consider a coming up basket, a basket for things that are coming up. So this is treats I might find, um, things you buy for like movie night, little gifts you want to have on hand, um, things for a birthday coming up, anything that is in the future but you don't necessarily want out for everyone to see. So let's say you find some Christmas candy super early. You don't want to forget about it. Like you've got to hide it, <laughs> right? So people don't get into it, but you also don't want to completely forget you have it. I have a little lined wicker basket. It's like a milk crate style. Um, I'll link to a similar one in my pantry and I have a bin clip on it. I'm obsessed with bin clips, y'all. And it just says seasonal because that's what it, it's sort of seasonal things. And my kids know they're not really supposed to look in there. I also know they sometimes peek in there, but we have this understanding of like, it's going to be a lot more fun if you don't peek at the movie night treats. So it's not like under lock and key, but it is a little bit out of the way. Then when I get ready to put together a little treat or want to see, oh, what kind of candy did I end up buying? It's all in that basket. And that's just there in the pantry. Any little things you pick up along the way ahead of time, because if you're like me, I love to work ahead and just get things when I see them. A little basket makes a big difference. Okay, let's take a break. And when we come back, we'll talk about when it's time to actually get all this stuff out and decorate. Are you obsessed with holidays? Are you a planner? Do you make all the lists? I think half the fun of things like holidays, parties, movie night, and trips is the planning. Personally, I enjoy jotting down ideas and brainstorming ways to have fun as a family or to entertain friends and family in our home. If you're that way too, I've created the ultimate printable tool for you to store all those lists, ideas, and doodles in one spot. The Seasonal Celebration Planner. It's not a calendar, but rather a customizable, printable way to keep track of all your fun plans. So you print it out, printing as many copies as you need of different elements, and put them in a three-ring binder. Then you get out your colorful pens and creativity and fill it with all those memory-making things you want to do. It's 57 pages, including colorful monthly cover pages to use as dividers, a sheet for each month customized to the seasons, pages for birthdays, parties, trips, a tablescape planner, porch planner, menu planner, plus pages for holidays, everything from Christmas to Cinco de Mayo to Father's Day, plus so much more. Once you download, it's yours to print as many times as you like, year after year. Head to the link in the show notes to purchase this instant download and start planning today with your seasonal celebration planner. We are back and it's time to decorate. Let's say you are ready to get out your Christmas things. Personally, I love to do this with a clean house and some time blocked off. I will put it on my calendar when I'm going to decorate for a certain event or season. I like to make a coffee, put on some music and just really enjoy the process if I can and have fun with it. I really love to do it when my family is gone. I know we're all home all together all the time these days, but I enjoy if maybe they're going to be gone for a little bit, they can come home and be surprised that it's all decorated. Personally, um, when I was a kid, I'd love when I'd come home and my mom had put up some Christmas things or something like that. So I really like to enjoy the process. I enjoy decorating. And so I like to make sure I have the time to do it well and to just, you know, get the most out of it. 
So when you get out your boxes, something I found to be effective is to get it all out. As in, don't rummage through your tub and pull out a few things. Actually pull it all out of the box to see what you have and purge anything that you're tired of or that is broken or that maybe it's just out of style. Or for me, sometimes I have things that they never make it out of the box for like three years in a row. You know, like, oh, I should find a place for this. And then at the end, don't really have a place, not really feeling it, throw it back in the box. Eventually, it's time to just get rid of that. I feel like this is best done on the front end when you're getting everything out to decorate. You can donate or give away some things that just aren't working for you anymore. Um, I know with my Halloween decorations, I had a few things that were just sort of country, just sort of outdated and I wasn't really into anymore. So it's like free up the space, pass them on to someone else who will enjoy them and make room for new things or just, you know, have fewer things. I also like to do this when I put things away. Let's say you have like, I don't know, a little sign that always falls down. It drove you nuts the whole time. Pass it on. Or just something that has served its purpose. It's always helpful to purge and get rid of anything you don't want because I think you need to only keep the things that fit in your space. So if you only have room for four Christmas boxes, then all of your Christmas decorations need to fit in those boxes. It doesn't need to be spilling out elsewhere. Um, you'll just be happier that way. And so you have to make some hard cuts sometimes. You have to really buy things intentionally, buy things that will last and that you really love so that you can keep everything in its place and not have too much and not overwhelm yourself. Once I get the house all decorated and it's looking cute and it's picked up and everything's in place, I love to snap pictures because that's fun to look back over the years. Um, sometimes I look back at pictures from when my kids were little bitty. I had a baby and a toddler and I'm like, who was this person doing all of this decorating? But I enjoy it and it's fun to look back on how you had things and um, switch it up or do it the same, whatever makes you happy. I also like to take pictures of things that are sort of stored in a way where you can't see everything it's hard to have everything visible so for instance I love a cute doormat a doormat that goes with the season and they're all stored kind of in stacks in my garage underneath the shelves where I have the tubs and so it's hard to see them and remember I have pictures of all of them I can flip through the pictures and even show one of my kids like hey will you go grab this doormat and bring it out that way you don't completely forget what you have. The same with dishes. Um, I have them in the cabinets. As I told you, I have a book where I've taken pictures of my dishes. So I'll say I have 12 of these white pumpkin plates. I have eight of these brown leaf plates. Then if you see some new things as the season's coming up, you can say, oh, looking at my pictures, I already have that. Or let's say you're planning a tablescape. You can look through and say, oh, I have this set of plates and mugs that go together for a little cookies and hot chocolate that will be perfect you can kind of plan out your tablescapes without having to pull out all your dishes which can be kind of a problem or get them chipped or have an issue so pictures are really really helpful so to summarize yes I'm crazy I love to decorate I have a lot of things but I found it's really helpful to keep everything together have a little place to stash all those purchases and treats you have for things coming up label 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 everything you have make notes to yourself make it easy on yourself Enjoy the decorating process and don't have any guilt about getting rid of things that are no longer your favorite and that are ready to move on to a new home. Let's take another quick break and I'll be back with three things I'm loving this week. Are you someone who loves to host, celebrate all the holidays, and is known to add some flair to the everyday? 
the Sassy Napkin Society is created for you. Each month, you receive two different exclusive beverage napkin designs specific to the season and ready to put on your dinner table, with your morning coffee, or in a lunchbox. Plus, each box includes a bonus gift to help you celebrate even more. Napkins also make a perfect hostess gift to have on hand or just a little happy for a friend. Join the waitlist through the link in the show notes so that you will be among the first to know when the Sassy Napkin Society opens back up to new members. The Sassy Napkin Society, cuter than coasters and sparking celebrations. Okay, now for this week's version of three things I'm loving, a random mix as always. And the first one is a snack. It's a healthy snack. Now listen, I love plenty of unhealthy snacks. I could probably do an entire episode on unhealthy snacks, but finding a truly great healthy snack is a little more exciting, a little more unique. I wouldn't say it's as exciting as an unhealthy snack, but you know what I mean. So shout out to my friend Brooke. I've known Brooke since ninth grade and she told me she went to someone's house and she had this and then she's been eating it. And I was like, that is a great idea. So it's very simple. It's Granny Smith apples that you slice and horseradish cheese. So I just searched up horseradish cheese on my grocery app for pickup. I ended up with a boar's head horseradish cheese. I just slice up a little bit of that, like an ounce of cheese, cut an apple with my apple cutter and eat that together. It is so flavorful. If you like horseradish, you will love this. And I was like, why have I not been eating this? So I've been having that a lot lately. It was very new to me. Maybe it's new to you and something that you want to try. My second thing is a cute and cozy sweater. Last week we talked all about being cozy and I love sweater season. It's from Old Navy, so it's inexpensive and it's an open cardigan. I love like a longer open cardigan to wear jeans and a little t-shirt underneath. It's a Fair Isle knit kind of print and pattern, but the colors are just a little bit unexpected. So it's mainly navy but it has some red, it has a really cute bright pink and some different colors in there. And I just think it's really cute. I wore it the other day and I just felt fun and wintry. It's just sort of a new cute thing you could pick up. I will link it for you if you're looking to add a sweater to your collection for sweater season. The third thing I'm loving this week is a cookbook. Speaking of healthy, it's from Skinny Taste. I actually bought two new cookbooks. Um, recently one I've been cooking out of and I really enjoyed I'll tell you which one that is the other one I'm hoping to get into and try some recipes this week but I love the skinny taste cookbooks those these are number three and four for me that I own I have the original one I have the fast and slow that has like slow cooker and quick meals and the newest one I've been cooking out of is one and done this one has recipes for The Instant Pot, a sheet pan, slow cooker, skillet, grill, air fryer, or Dutch oven. So they're like one pan, one device. I don't have an air fryer or an Instant Pot, but I still love this cookbook. And what's great is that it has um, substitutions at the bottom. So it's like, if you don't have a slow cooker, here's how to bake this in a baking dish. If you don't have an air fryer, here's how you can make this. So, so far I've made lettuce wraps in the crock pot. I made a baked honey mustard chicken and vegetables that was really good. And I made a crock pot manicotti. 
I enjoy the Skinny Taste recipes because they're healthy. They also have great flavor and my kids eat them really well. Sometimes it's hard to cook healthy food that the family gets excited about, right? Um, and I also like the degree of difficulty. I, you know, I do enjoy cooking. I do like to chop and cut things and stir and, you know, actually cook. But I also don't have all kinds of time in the evenings during the school year. So it's a great level of difficulty, not too hard, not too easy, if that makes sense to you. I love the Skinny Taste cookbooks. Um, so the one and done has been really good. The other one I bought, this is what got me um, looking at them, is a meal prep one from Skinny Taste. So that was the new one, but then I noticed the one and done when I was shopping for. I'm going to try some of the meal prep recipes this week, and I'm sure they will be great. I will link all these books up for you. I like Skinny Taste. If it's new to you, I think you might enjoy it as well. That's all for today. I hope you're ready to decorate for the holidays with a renewed sense of organization and that you make it easy for yourself. Have a safe and happy Halloween. Next week, we will be kicking off the month of November and all the fun it brings. Until then, keep celebrating. Thank you so much for listening and for subscribing. Thank you especially for your five-star reviews. You're the best.